I went back to the basics and really revisited my point of view and my opinions and my messaging. And then I came up with about 20 prompts that really helped me take that message and punch it up a notch thanks to ChatGPT. Welcome to Marketing Unfiltered, where I ditch the highlight reel and share the unfiltered truth about how to get clients online. The good, the bad, and the OMG, thank God I'm not the only one. I'm Sophia Para. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Marketing Unfiltered. Today, I want to talk to you about something that I cannot believe we haven't talked about yet. Um, And that is, drumroll please, chat GPT. Bum, ba, da, bum. I don't know why I needed all that musical reference. Um, But I, I think that, yeah. Yeah, I, we got to talk about ChatGPT because I, I spent a lot of time on this thing while I was sick, and I see so much content about this, and I'm getting a lot of questions about it inside of the club, the Go-To Coach Club, and we have a guest expert coming into the club as well to talk about ChatGPT. So it has been on my mind a lot, and I don't want to give you reasons not to use it or anything like that. I know a lot of people, or at least in England, are very much against ChatGPT right now. At least that's what it feels like. And um, and like what it might do to our society and things like that. And and I get it. Like I really do get the concern, but I'm not going to add to that message. To be honest, I think this is something that is coming. I mean, it's already here, but I think that it's going to come in, in a bigger, it's going to come at us in a bigger way. And I don't know that there's much we can do about it. So my goal is to understand it better and to help you understand it better. Because I think a lot of people are, first of all, I think ChatGPT can be insanely helpful, right? Insanely useful. However, I think people are misunderstanding the usages. And so my beef with ChatGPT isn't really with ChatGPT itself. It's with the people who are trying to monetize off of it. So they are promoting it in a way, like saying these things like, Oh my gosh, this pisses me off so much. Use ChatGPT to build your course in five minutes or any of that crazy ass stuff, (laughs) right? Because let me tell you something. I have seen those five-minute courses and they are not great. So if you're someone out there who believes in mediocre quality but high quantity, maybe ChatGPT and the way 97% of us are using it will help you. But if you're listening to this podcast, I think you're on the same page that I am and that quality matters, right? We need to slow down and take a really good look at this incredible device and understand how we can use it so that we are taking care of the quality of content that we're putting out there. Because I think it can be, we can really confuse fast with quality here right? Sometimes like we, we ask it a question and we're so amazed by the response that comes back to us that we're not really looking at it and, and noticing that actually this isn't really that great, right? Because used incorrectly, I actually think ChatGPT could really hurt your marketing efforts. Um, okay. So wh- why listen to me about ChatGPT? I mean, of all people, there are people that are actually studying this thing. I, I, and I'm not going to claim here to sit here and be one of those people. Okay. I, I'm not an expert on ChatGPT. I think it's really cool, but I'm not one of those people who have made it my job to understand how it works. And I actually have friends who have, and they're doing really great work with it. And and I'm not. 
Okay. I'm not one of those people. I am playing with it just like you. I am trying to understand how can I use it to make my life easier just like you. Um, But when I was sick in bed for 10 days or whatever it was, I did a lot of playing with it. I was A, bored out of my mind. um, But more importantly, I didn't have any brain power. Like I was so – I cannot describe it. It was like I couldn't think. It was like I had brain fog times a million. Like I'm someone who struggles with brain fog anyway, like on a normal day. But having whatever I had, it was like brain fog to the millionth degree. I just couldn't think straight. And I was trying to create content. I was trying to do some things on my to-do list. But I was really, really uninspired and really uncreative and just nothing was working. So instead, I remember one morning, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is the perfect opportunity to use ChatGPT. Like everyone is online posting about how ChatGPT does 98% of the work. I should do what they're doing. What, like, why am I even trying to create content right now? So I opened it up and I did all the prompts people are posting and did all the things and was extremely disappointed. The messaging that ChatGPT spat back at me was something I would have posted like maybe six years ago, right? It was very vague. It had no point of view and it was just weak. It felt like the skeleton of something, but it really needed the meat. And again, like I said, my I didn't have the brain power to give it the meat in that moment. So I kept playing with it. And thank goodness, thank goodness, <laughs> thank goodness, I have a freaking message because I think I would have also thought it was great, the content that was coming back at me, had I not defined my messaging. Like I have done years and years and years of market research. I also do message mining on an annual basis. And I've refined my own messaging for years. Not to mention, I teach other people how to define their message. So I know my shit when it comes to how I'm using the online space to share my work. And if I didn't, I think I would have read this content that ChatGPT had created and thought, oh my gosh, look at what I created. It's so well-written. I'm going to sound so smart. I think I would have been really, really excited about it. But because I know my stuff, I knew it wasn't great. It kind of reminded me of something I would have found in a Google search where a like a blog written in 2017 or something would come back at me. Like, you know, those like super, when you're looking at like a blog, like how to do this, and then there's like these old blogs from 2017 that's like four ways to do whatever the thing is that I'm searching for, right? And it's like so SEO driven and it's like right at the top and it, it and it's very just old news, dated, didn't feel fresh, right? That was the kind of stuff that was coming back at me. So why am I telling you this? Because like I said, I think ChatGPT is amazing, but I also think that as content creators, we are not going to get what we want out of it if we do not take care of two things. And so in today's episode, today's show, I want to talk about what those two things are because I, I know a lot of you are playing with it and I think you should be, right? But but you are never, you're not going to be able to build a brand with the help of ChatGPT until you pay attention and take care of these two things, okay? First and foremost. So the first thing is your point of view. <gasps> surprise, surprise. You know, that's viral reel right now of people. <laughs> that's There's a song that's viral right now. If you guys don't know what that song is, 
that was an embarrassing moment for me. But if you do know what real trending real audio I'm talking about, you're like, oh, yeah, funny, Sophia. You're so funny. Oh, I know. Okay. So anyways, there's a trending reel right now and the audio is surprise, 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 surprise. Okay. Sorry. I don't know why I'm singing on this thing. This is so embarrassing. Why? I don't know. I might delete that. <laughs> but hopefully now, if you didn't know what I was talking about, you knew before. Um, also side note, I sang that with my whole body. I had my arms out and I was like belting it and I didn't realize there was a man right across my building staring at me. So anyways, I'm just really embarrassed right now. Okay. Moving on. So I know I'm a rec- a broken record with this whole point of view thing. I get it. Right. But we need to know your point of view. We cannot build an online business until we have defined your point of view. The content we are going to start seeing a lot of, as people start relying on ChatGPT to create content, is the educational content. Because what ChatGPT is doing is basically learning the internet. So when you ask it a question, it is pulling information from the internet, essentially. It is not there to share opinions. You need to do that part. It's also not there to help you craft your own opinions. You need to do that part. So when you are asking ChatGPT to help you write a caption, In my opinion, you can't appropriately guide it to a piece of content that feels powerful and memorable until you know what the heck your point of view and message is. So it's the difference if we're going to do this as an example. Someone who might not have clearly defined their point of view or their message might go into ChatGPT and let's say you want to write a personality quiz. That's really big right now, right? Like people are writing personality quiz to grow their email list. Let's say you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to use ChatGPT to write my personality quiz because this shit takes forever to write those quizzes. So what a great thing to use ChatGPT to help you with, right? So a lot of people are going into ChatGPT and saying something like, write me a personality quiz about my marketing superpower, about like about someone's marketing superpower. Like help me write a personality quiz to help people figure out what their marketing superpower is, right? A lot of people are doing that. Now, if you were to go into ChatGPT, I actually think you'd be pretty impressed with what just that prompt can spit back at you. I was quite impressed, right? I was like, damn, that's actually pretty good, right? But then again, like I said, I read it again and I was like, mm, except it's just so freaking obvious. Like if I were writing this, I would be way more creative. I would like the quiz that it spat back at me kind of sounds like what I would expect a quiz to sound like, right? And for me, I want to make sure there's always a Sophia twist on it. There's always my Sophia stamp on it. So instead, I was like, okay, if I were to write my own quiz, like what what results would I have people what like what kind of you know how would my what would my results look like like what directions would i want to drive people and when i could define that i could then go back into chatgpt and reword the sentence and say something like write me a personality quiz around what my marketing superpower is these are the three results i'd like it to come to and i could share the three results and then i can say something like make sure like rewrite my results so that they sound better make it funny, add some puns, 
write it like you were writing a Cosmo quiz and give me about six questions that people have to answer to drive them to those results, right? Again, I'm not right. This is not a perfect prompt because I don't have this prepared that way. Um, But you get my gist. You get the gist here, right? Okay. So I hope you are noticing the difference here. One is just asking ChatGPT to do all the work. And the other one is saying, this is the task I want you to do. These are the results I want my people to come to. And this is the tone I want it to be right? So let's break this down. How did I come up with the specifics? Like how did I make sure that that prompt was specific enough so that guess what? What ended up happening is I got back a quiz that I was very impressed with. I was like, damn, that's good. And of course I'm still going to edit it. But in that situation, ChatGPT did do a really great job and did spit something back that I really liked. So how did I get there? The first thing is I knew where I want ChatGPT to land, right? So I developed the results first based on my own point of view and experience and how I coach people. I also know my voice and my tone, and I know that I want things to be fun and social, not serious. I don't want to sound like a professor. That's not my brand. Like maybe if you're a doctor or something, or if you coach on something very, very serious, like you're going to have different ways to, to ask ChatGPT to share a certain tone, right? But because I know my personal tone and because I know my point of view, I can appropriately guide ChatGPT to where I want it to go. So why tell you this? Before you start using ChatGPT, I want you to get clear on what the heck your point of view is. And asking yourself questions like this is going to help you. If you've been listening to this podcast, these questions are not new to you. But like I said, these is just, this is going to help you like get into the zone of what the heck your message is and what the heck you believe in your business. So the first question is, what is a common belief that you think is total hogwash and you wish you could put some sense into people around? The second question is, what is something that is a common belief amongst your ideal clients that you actually find the opposite to be true? The third question is, what's something you do differently from other coaches? The fourth question is, what perspective shifts do your clients need to have in order to be a perfect fit for you? And the fifth question is, what do you wish your ideal clients knew because it would make their life so much easier, right? I want you to hang out in that space and see what comes up. And then... I want you to use ChatGPT to make that message sharper. So in other words, we're doing it the other way around. Instead of going to ChatGPT to do the groundwork and then us editing, like filling in the meat, we are doing the groundwork, right? And then we're using ChatGPT to knock it up a notch, okay? So we're, we're doing it the other way around. And I think this is really, really important because I do not want ChatGPT to create a message for me and then I just add the finishing touches on it. No. If we want to be known for something, we have to define our voice and we have to use our voice. We do not want to be known for AI's voice, right? So this is why we have to, like, the tendency is to go to ChatGPT and have it do all of the groundwork and then us add the finishing touches. We have to move that around, all right? We have to be responsible for the messaging. We have to be responsible for that those foundational pieces. And then ChatGPT can do a little bit of work on it. And then you know what? You might still need to go in there for the finishing touches. And rightfully so. 
right? Your people are hiring you. You need to know what your message is and you need to go out there and make sure that ChatGPT is helping you amplify that message and not doing it for you. Okay. So flip that around and make sure that you're defining that first. The second thing I think people are going to have to accept as ChatGPT becomes more prevalent in the online space is the importance of their personal brand, right? There are a lot of people out there preaching that you don't have to be present online, that you can just share faceless reels and just never show yourself. And while I think some of that is okay, I think ChatGPT is going to make this much harder. So as ChatGPT grows and becomes more of a dominant force, I want us all to practice strengthening our personal brands and putting our face on camera. Now, people have to feel like they know us because people are going to want to invest in people, not just the result people help them get, but people. People will start to crave connecting with humans more than ever. Now, I know this is going to feel overwhelming for some people. I know showing your face online and building out a personal brand is probably the last thing many of us want to do. But the truth is, the world changes and the world is changing. And in a lot of ways, the world keeps changing for the better. But we have to see how it changes and understand that that might mean we have to be open to some changes as well in order to stay relevant for the people who might hire us. And again, I know this is not what so many people want to hear, but I also want to stress this doesn't mean that if you're an introvert, you have to be an extrovert to be successful. I'm not asking you to completely change your personality, but I am asking you to investigate what building out a personal brand means to you. If the problem is that people need to feel more connected with the human behind your business, and if it means that people are going to be looking for the human-to-human connection as AI becomes a bigger part of our life, how can you fulfill that? If it's not showing up on camera, what is it? If it's not working on a personal brand and sharing personal content, what is it? You have the power to make the decision in how you adjust with the way the world evolves, but you don't have the power to dictate how the world evolves. So yes, there are changes coming, and some would argue this isn't actually a change. This has been going on for a while now, but it's just going to be more important as AI becomes more prevalent. But something that I want to do with this podcast is give give you information to help you see how things are changing so it doesn't feel like an out-of-nowhere surprise for you, okay? So while we are gearing up to all these shifts and things that might be happening in the online space in the next few months... Here's a fun exercise to help with building out your personal brand. Go on your Instagram story and ask a question. Uh, Like I said, make this your Instagram story, I think, because I think it's easier to feel – I think people feel like they can like privately respond back to you, and I think for this, this is good. Uh, Go on your Instagram story and ask a question like, why do you follow me? Or what do you follow me for? Or what's your favorite part about my content? Or why do you like to follow me as a social media strategist or insert whatever coach you are instead of someone else who's also the same type of coach you are? However you want to word this question, play with a couple different ways. Maybe you ask this a couple times over the next few weeks um, and see what people say. Are people saying that you're funny or are they saying that they love your tough love tips? But start understanding how people are connecting with you because that is the foundation for your personal brand. And when we understand that, we start to see that 
we already have a personal brand, <laughs> right? Because I think a lot of you, when you heard me say, oh, you're going to have to focus on personal brand, you're like, ah, oh, shit, another thing for me to do. No, you probably already have your personal brand. And the question is just how are we cultivating this or making it more prevalent uh, as AI becomes a bigger a bigger force online? Because we are going to have so much – there's going to be a, more, more and more content as people use AI right? And the way we are going to stand out and make sure that our content is seen is through that connection. It's through how people are connecting to us human to human. Alrighty. I have a gift for you, but before we get there, let's quickly recap. Number one, ChatGPT is not going to work for you until you can define your point of view. I need to know what the heck your message is. When you know that, you can use ChatGPT to help you amplify it. Number two, The content you create through ChatGPT is going to fall flat if you are not taking care of your personal brand, okay? So the two Ps when it comes to ChatGPT, point of view and personal brand. Woohoo! I can't believe I just made that up. (laughs) I've got something to help you with this. Like I said, I was very sick for about 10 days and I was in bed, like, you know, trying to get ChatGPT to work for me and it just was not. So I went back to the basics and really revisited my point of view and my opinions and my messaging. And then I came up with about 20 prompts that really helped me take that message and punch it up a notch thanks to ChatGPT. So I put all of those prompts into a guide for you. If you are looking for 20 tactical ChatGPT prompts so that ChatGPT can help you punch up your message, just go to gotocoach.club forward slash ChatGPT prompts. Again, these are not designed to have ChatGPT do all the work for you. They will work better when you get clear on your message, but I hope that it will help you use ChatGPT in the more productive way. Again, these are about helping you get specific and clear on the direction you're going so that ChatGPT can add some spice to an already defined message. So just go to gotocoach.club forward slash ChatGPT prompts and I'll see you there. Give yourself a pat on the back because you made it to the end, which means you gave yourself and your business some time today. If you found this episode helpful, I want you to know your support is what makes it possible for us to keep making it. So it would make my day if you gave us a five-star rating and review. I also want to make sure this podcast actually answers your marketing questions, like for real, for real. So if you're a coach and you've got a marketing question that's keeping you stuck, just DM it to me over at Sophia Para on Instagram. Or if you're in the United States, you can text it to my personal number at 917-810-2418. That way I can share resources or create a future episode just for you. See you on the next one.